Welcome to Appetite for Production, a 1990s buddy movie gone terribly, terribly off topic. With horrific consequences. My name is James Russell. I am a music tech writer, video guy, kind of guy, kind of guy. Um, I'm exactly the same thing, but I'm called Tim Cantz instead. And you're a deranged Sunday school teacher, is that right? Uh, not exactly. Are you thinking of kindergarten cop? Uh, <laughs> you better leave room for some... <laughs> you better leave some room for my fist because I'm going to ram it down your th- throat. Is that what Arnie says? <laughs> uh, never mind. Okay. We're here once again to talk about the good, the bad, and the intrinsically ugly music software, BFT plugins, audio units, if you like. I like, I call them AAXs. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Always tick the, uncheck the AAX install box. Don't want that, that shit on my system, mate. Let's dip straight in to the crazy things that have happened recently. Let's do this. All right, Tim. Montagues versus Capulets. Mm-hmm. Yorks versus Lancasters. Oh, yeah. Disraeli versus Gladstone. Yes, keep going. David Icke versus the Reptilians. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yashimi versus the Pink Robots. Oh, wow. You've really done a lot of preparation for this episode. Muhammad Ali. Is that a Flaming Lips reference? Muhammad Ali versus whoever it was. that Cassius he Clay, I believe it was his famous fight was with, yeah. And of course... Analog versus digital. Oh my god. They're having a fight finally. Not exactly. They have reconvened and made peace. Oh. It's over, Tim. The <gasps> war is over. The synth war is over. Everyone's happy dancing around a rainbow. Oh, brilliant. What is a nice thing to happen? Because of access analog. Now, okay. I've got a confession to make, James. Oh shit. I saw. I saw an email from you last night and it came up and I didn't open it, but I saw a preview, uh, the preview of the first few words and it said access analog. And my, my, my imagination went into overdrive, <laughs> as you can imagine. Okay, so. You saw, you saw the, the letters OG or did that get cut off by your email? <laughs> that OG was the only bit I didn't see. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, my so what I thought was give give me give me your first ideas of what this could possibly be. Well, the of the logical thing seems to be access music and making an analog synthesizer. Nope, is that not it? Nope. Oh fuck! I, well, I don't know then. What mm-hmm. is it? It's nothing to do with access. Who make the virus synth? Well, why are we even talking about it then? Because that's all I care you about. You brought them up. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. Because it's all I'm interested in. When are we going to get a proper plug-in version of the access virus, CJ? I might have mentioned that a couple of Shut dozen up. times before. Okay. Here's what we're talking about. Okay. It is called Access Analog. You can load a plug-in in your door, and through the magic of the internet... It's, it's fucking crowd. It's clouded to a real life analog synth. You got it. Not synth, <gasps> but effect. Oh. So, you want a manly massive passive? You can get one in the cloud. You want a uh, fuck me, mate. Eleven seventy six compressor. You can get one in the cloud. Wow. You want a um. Come on, think it. Come on. There's. There, I'm sure there's a third bit of audio <laughs> hardware. Come on, mate. You want a Neve EQ? 
You can probably get one in the cloud if they have one. Okay, wicked. So, <laughs> using this plugin, which is called Analog Matrix, you get uh, the interface, which shows your sort of what you've instantiated. Oh, God. And uh, the changes you make are made to the actual hardware. On How? Real, real analog. Robots. How does it work? You got it in one, Tim. Yes, It's mate. robots. Yes, Robots. Mate. It's robots in a plugin. Oh, wow. So, yes, the tweaks you make on the interface of the analog matrix plugin are made by little tiny robots to actual knobs on actual machines. No, nanobots, you might say. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, so if they're not nanobots, they're giant Arnie-style exoskeletons using their giant hands to control the knobs. Something that like right? that. Or the, the scutters from Red Wolf. Oh, yeah. Okay, that sounds like it. what it's going to be. Okay, let's go with scutters. Now, of course, there are a few industries where robots cannot make improvements. The car industry. Mm-hmm. Distribution and logistics. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the porn industry. Oh, sex work, definitely. Uh, they've all been helped by robots don't don't pretend you haven't seen those johnny five videos <laughs> oh god well i haven't but i will but music can robots help music do robots dream of our friends electric <laughs> okay 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 i see where you're going with this um d- okay does this system work james apparently i mean is there a demo i haven't tried it there is no demo here's the thing uh, okay you've got to book time slots with this equipment much like you know with a the robo prostitute yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure you put it in terms i can understand thank you so you book suspiciously between 30 minutes and three hours no oh. sounds familiar right yeah right okay and you get to have your way with Ooh. the analog equipment during that time okay and how does this work? Do you get do you get to just is you hiring one thing or can you have use all of their stuff? I don't, how does this work, James? Break it down for me. Good question, Tim. They have an SSL fusion where you can uh, sort of do a bit of basically compression drive and EQ, bit of a channel strip sort of thing. Okay. Uh, they've got the Empirical Lab Distressor. Oh, lovely. Manly Variable Mume. I don't know what that is. Well, fuck you. Okay. Uh, they've got. <laughs> The Black Box HG2, do you know about that? Uh, ride on Time? No, I don't know what that is. Okay. Anywho, do you want to watch the video? Access Analog. The Analog Matrix. The Analog Matrix plugin connects to real analog a big mouse cursor. It really is. Hit scary. And audio stream. See, they're showing like a cartoon version of the Yeah, interface. yeah, I don't want to see a freaking cartoon. Why bother paying some to animate it? You can just show me the real thing. The plugin controls the hardware in real time. With robots, you forgot yes, to tell us about the robots. Matrix, real oh God, scary dubstep noises. Hardware in the cloud, featuring Pooltech, SSL, Manly Labs, Universal. Well, they've got a proper interface and everything. LA two A. Drag and drop equipment in the rack. How on uh, earth is this going to be profitable? Here's the plugin. I haven't seen the robots yet. That's the main selling point here. Yeah, right. I want to control those scutters. Yeah. Actively mix with real-time metering and monitoring. Surely there are going to be some uh, latency issues <laughs> with this bad boy. be a little bit of latency. <laughs> Book your session today. Really? Okay. Now, I'm, I'm scared, James. That's the thing. It There is a pricing tab here. I haven't looked at it myself. Well, let's look now. Are you ready? Not really, but let's it's, do it. It's not as bad as you might expect. Regular price for oh, 30 minutes. okay. 30 minutes, 9 99 US clams. Mm. This is... 
the oh the introductory pricing and the regular pricing is pretty reasonable as well i guess yeah intro sale price actually six clams for 30 minutes 10 clams for an hour mm-hmm. 13.99 us clams for an hour and a half mm-hmm. 17.99 for two hours mm-hmm. and 24 clams for three hours having your way with an la two-way yeah wow i've always wanted an la two-way it sounds hot um <laughs> Is this really going to be a profitable business? I can't imagine it. Well, you would think that you can work that out quite well, because if you work out how much time there is in a day... Oh, God. Oh, God. This is already giving me a headache. I'm not going to test you on that Uh, question. I'm pretty sure it's 26 hours in a day, but don't quote me on that. Yep. Let's say you've got 24 hours with your setup. Mm -hmm. Let's say your schedule is full and you've got eight three-hour sessions in that you are going to be making about 320 US clams a day. That That's, doesn't seem like a lot. Well, 320 clams a day if it's just one rack of stuff sitting in a room. But like the thing is, they've got to have a, a rack for every person who's, who's concurrently they accessing don't. the system. What? what? They do not. <laughs> what? Well, let's say... <laughs> what are you joking? What? <laughs> you don't oh, well, there's ha- one rack <laughs> You don't have to have the whole rack <laughs> like, What? Let's say you want to play with an LA-2A And uh, 1176 But on and- the plug-in it's got a freaking guitaring thing Where you just drag over the thing you want Do you reckon this is a price per piece of equipment? Or do you think Let's reserve something thing? right now <laughs> What are we going to do? Each piece of equipment, equipment is any. the same Oh my god, you do have you have to choose a particular piece Ooh, of equipment. There's two Poltex. So if you choose a Poltec. I want number two. Okay. Let's go for three hours. Three hours with a Poltec. Oh god, yeah, it's wow, be good. You EQ and me Tim, You and me, we're gonna take this Poltec to town. Oh my god, you can do it at like any time. Oh yeah. Like I'm looking at Poltex never sleep. Every day it goes from one AM to eight PM. So this dude is only <laughs> sleeping for like five hours well, a night. Surely the whole point of it being robotic is that you don't need to do much to it. But what if something goes wrong, mate? The robots aren't going to be able to help well, too robots much. Robots are meant to be infinitely good at doing. What oh no, this do. goes from one AM to ten PM. Okay. Oh, well, you're looking at three hour slots. Oh, oh. 24 hours a day, my friend. Really? No, that still doesn't make any that sense. That Poltec is open for business. No, that still doesn't make any sense. Choose a time slot. Uh, I'll go for 10 p.m. Okay. I'm not going to actually out. pay for this. I've got no money. Oh, look, and then you just click next. Okay. Could you add reserve more to more? that? Let's reserve another one. God, this is fascinating. What are we going to go for? Let's have uh, Empirical Labs Distressor number one. I want this one for 30 minutes. <laughs> I'm not fucking trying to spend all my money, mate. So it should be about 20... Nine clams, thirty clams. Yeah, thirty clams. Okay. okay. So the pricing is per piece of equipment. Yes. Which is fair enough, but it means that multiple people can use it at the same time because. Okay. Yeah. Right. You can book a certain piece of equipment. I can book certain pieces of equipment, and as long as the robots have the ability to connect a few patch cables, you can uh-huh. make any rack out of all the available stuff. Mm-hmm. So therefore, when I was talking about racks before, and you started laughing. You're mm. wrong, my friend. Oh, this is crazy. It is a bit cray-cray. Um, but it's not actually the first one of these to exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is uh, something called Aria, which is a 
robot-controlled mastering engineer, and that's literally like a <laughs> almost human-looking robot that just makes what? the decisions for you, Lander-style, tweaks all the knobs. Why don't you just pay a human to do it? Well, why don't you just make a software system that does that? Well, I mean, I'm assuming there's an analog element to this thing. Ah, uh, true, true, true. And there is something called <sighs> Mix Analog, which is similar to Access Analog, and uh, that is coming soon. Okay. So not available. Now this takes the analog fetish to entirely new levels, do you not think? I mean, the thing is, this sort of thing was, you know, bound to happen with, mm. you know, increasing internet speeds, people not wanting to spend so much money on actually buying their own shizzle. I don't know. Like, the thing is, if you really desperately want to get that analog sound, why not go this way? I mean, it's something I'd be interested to try, I guess. I mean, it feels, for me, the problem is, it seems like it's going to be a faff. Everything is very convenient in the box now. Um, having yeah. to connect to a to a certain internet thing at a certain time, that seems to be taking away some of that convenience, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. The scheduling is, is a bit of a bummer. Mm. And for me, bottom line, if I wanted a passionless, mindless automaton to mix my tracks, mm. I would have just asked you to do it. Oh, thanks. Hey. Hey, <laughs> woo, woo, woo. <clears throat> Speaking of robots who make music, have you ever uh, heard uh, Compressor Head? No, what's this? Search YouTube for Compressor Head. I will. Ace of Spades. This oh, is yes, please. An actual robot heavy metal band playing all the instruments with their Whoa. robotic shit. Crazy. And they actually They're pretty like good. People. Yeah. You've got Johnny Five on the. Uh, yeah. Is that, is that the bass? Uh, no. I can't yes. tell the difference between a guitar Bases and a bass. in the bass. background. Okay. Okay, that's enough of that. We don't want to get copyright <laughs> struck. But seriously, you know, that's a good way to mix robots and music. I would pay an inordinate amount of money to see mm. those guys live. Really? No. Okay. Um, I'm surprised the you can't do synths yet, because I would have thought, seeing as synths are hot right now, mm. with a lot of people having midlife crises, True. that uh, you'd have some kind of uh, online synth system I guess to do this sort of thing. One problem is the latency, because if you're hitting your keys in... Uh... But it's the s same same thing with the audio running through it. And yeah, true, man. but you can, you can You're going to have to compensate for it, whatever. compensation, and when you hit play, it just takes a while. But if you're playing a synth with your keys... Are you using MIDI to see? Yeah, I mean, it would work if you just got MIDI. Uh, it's true. Mm -hmm. I mean, all those synths would need to take MIDI, but I don't see why they couldn't. And you'd think they'd make a load more of synths. Maybe the effects are just an experiment. They're mm. clearly pitching this at mixing engineers because it's mixing plugins and stuff. Yeah. And the other disadvantage of buying hardware, even if you've got the money and want the sound, it's that you got to, it takes up physical space and you got to connect oh, yeah, it together yeah, and yeah, it might yeah, not yeah. even work properly and you might need to maintain it. I think this is an idea that was always destined to happen. Yes, I think that's pretty true. But likely destined to not do so great in the long term. It's, it's an interesting and fun idea to have. But is it going to change the way we are? I don't think it will change the way we are. Um, maybe it'll change the way some people are for a little bit. Possibly, possibly. I was, I was thinking of uh, doing an article where I search for all the instances of someone saying change the way we... Oh, okay. In, uh, in sort of music tech 
yeah. press releases and news stories and stuff. IK Multimedia Uno springs to mind. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to change synthesis. Yes. If I search KVR for change the way, mm-hmm. about 20 products pop up. No news pops up because they sort of filter the news for hyperbole and marketing and stuff. Uh. If I were to search Music Radar for Change the Way, mm-hmm. um, I get quite a lot. Ah, yeah, of course. <clears throat> uh, Loop Cloud 5 is going to change the way we work with samples. Yeah, it is. What else? Uh, Wave CLA Mix Hub could change the way you mix in your door. Of course it will. MIDI Hub is a standalone box that could change the way you root and process <laughs> oh, your MIDI mate. data. No, no, that will never change. Sorry. Will Fender's play app changed the way beginners learn how to play guitar? Did it? Yes. Oh, brilliant. All of these things, by the way, changed the way exactly. C3N loops will change the way you make music. Uh, no, they didn't. UVI's drum designer promises game-changing deep sound shaping control. Drum design is not a game, James. <laughs> it's serious business. The snail... Whatever that flash in the pan was. What is the snail? That changed the way we tuned and analysed audio, don't you remember? No, hey, I want to know what the snail is. <laughs> it's uh, it's basically a rip-off of Photosound of Spiral, which is like a, a circular... Oh, um, right. <laughs> they called it the snail. Yeah. Wicked. That's great. Um, they should have called it the cinnamon bun. <laughs> More um, delicious alternative. Lander seems to have ch- claimed to change the way, although technically they do change the way you get your tracks mastered. Uh, yeah, changing the way people don't get their tracks mastered properly, that's fine. No Point being, a lot of things claim to change the way we are. Yeah. But very few do, obviously. War. War never changes, James. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And But what is that good for? Next thing. Shable Guys, Caper Box 2. <laughs> I Cake- love Shaber Guys. Cakel Guys, Shaber Box 2. <laughs> oh, wow. Babel Guys, Shaker Box 2. Okay, you've confused me now. What's it actually again? Shaple Guys, oh, Paper Box 2. Oh, no, it isn't. Uh, final one. Papal Guys, <laughs> Baker Box 2. Oh, delicious. Yeah, it's like the Pope is making you some profiteroles or something. Oh, nice. Wicked. <clears throat> oh, God, I would love it if the Pope made me some profiteroles. This is Cable Guys, Shaper Box 2. They've done another box for shaping. <laughs> if you don't know what Shaper Box is, it is basically, you may know Cable Guys' uh, individual plugins, such as Volume Shaper, Pan Shaper. Stuff like that, which basically the idea is you have LFOs which control that property in a plugin. And Shaperbox lets you set up multiple LFOs for five different things. You get Width Shaper, Volume Shaper, Pan Shaper, Filter Shaper, and Time Shaper, which is very cool. You can do multiband processing with all those LFOs. You can trigger different LFO shapes with MIDI and do many interesting things in combination. The whole is more than the sum of its parts. It's a gestalt entity, right? <laughs> I don't think that's... Uh, anyway. Yeah, it is. So, what's new? Shaperbox 2, Timmy? Why don't you tell me? I'm feeling you tired. You can watch the video while I uh, tell you. How about that? Oh, God. well, okay. Should I turn down the video, the volume on the video while you tell me? Turn or? down for what? <laughs> good good the, question. Uh, the YouTube logo over the video looks like it's called Shapbox. Which <laughs> nice. is not a bad name. Shapbox. Uh, so... 
Chipbox 2 comes with easy to grasp pens, mm. which are basically better, more immediate shape drawing. When you draw with a pen, you don't have to just drag nodes. You can draw a predefined shape for as long and as high amplitude as you want. Massive or serum style, kind of. The, yeah, I think so. Uh, they are triggerable, the shapers now, from your audio signals level. So instead of just having a fixed LFO, you can get the LFO to start when your audio breaches a certain threshold. That's mm. cool. So you can have a wow, 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 wow. You could have an auto wah or a sidechain effect, mm. I guess, with that stuff. Volume Shaper 6 now contains a vintage compressor style response. I assume that's what that is. It's, it says it's got a, a vintage British compressor in it. Okay. And I think that means that it will react with a similar response to it. That or is literally compressing it harder. I am not entirely sure. Uh, there is microscopic time manipulation in Time Shaper where you can get... Microscopic? You can get very, very fine time manipulation, high res. You can't see time anyway, James. This is confusing the hell out of me. Well, I guess that means that you'll be able to do crazy things like uh, modulation effects, like uh, phasing and chorus. Oh. For such like. And uh, you get the house effect in Pan Shaper. Uh, the house effect, of course, is where your panning is too hard when you buy it, ripens perfectly in the fridge, and then you forget to eat it before it goes brown and mushy. I do not understand that joke, that James. Is an avocado joke, Tim. Uh, I don't understand what avocados have got the, to do with well, this. Look, uh, you're ruining the joke. Look, you're a millennial. Everything type, goes back to avocados for you. There's a type of avocado called the Hass avocado. Oh, that's a good joke. <laughs> I've recognised the humour. <laughs> so all this, you can do all at the same time, set up different combinations of the different shapers, and do it all in different multi-band setups and it's all very lovely and it's all very cool and there are plenty of presets for you to just get started with and come up with new stuff. And it's used by some very big names. It is used by some very big names. They are at pains to point that out. Yeah. Which well, is fair enough. The famos love the Cable Guys stuff. Yeah. The Famal Guys <laughs> Celebrity Box 2. James, what I want to know is... Is it PC and Mac compatible, and does it cost 99 US clams? I believe yes on all those counts. Okay, well, that's good. Um, I think this is going to do very, very well, because people, like, especially the celebrities, they just flipping love Cable Guys stuff, man. They do. I remember when I first heard of Cable Guys, I was confused, because there had been a manufacturer of uh, guitar cables called Cable Guys, mm -hmm. made very cool, colourful cables. And I wondered if it was them, but I doubt it is. Um, my experience with Shaperbox, it's it is very good. It's it's on the verge now of getting way too complicated. Oh, really? Or, or at least let's say it's on the verge of getting complicated. But the presets really rein that in quite well to get you a load of starting points. And they they've got this uh, cloud based preset system where you can get a bunch of others from yes. the community. Do you know what? They did that. They, um, they've, they've been doing that for a while. Mm. You got that cloud-based stuff in the freaking computer music version yeah. of their Curve Synth, which is pretty good functionality for a freebie. So, yeah, it does seem like, you know, they want to innovate and everything, and, you know, they've got some good ideas. But let me play devil's advocate for just one second, James. Oh, we, can't, we can't stop to watch a film now. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's good. Um, I got that joke straight away because I knew what you were talking about. 
Uh, but after we've uh, we watched Devil's Advocate, starring Keanu Reeves and Al Pacino, yeah. is it? Um, the reason they've been so successful is that Steve Duda mm. has not updated LFO Tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, he would have to update that with a lot of functionality, yeah, and a lot of effects. Yeah, um, I mean, they've really filled in the niche left by the Duda. Well, is it the niche left by the Duda, or is it the niche left by Grossbeat? Grossbeat has always just been a time thing. Time and uh, volume. Did it do volume as well? Yes. No one cared that it did volume. It certainly does now. Let me let me, let me stop you right there, James. Tal Filter. Oh, jeebus. Filter 2, okay. I believe specifically, I yeah. think it was, also had a built-in waveform that you could edit that you could assign to volume as well. Mm. But it was always a little bit fiddly. So they're really picking up the slack from a Tal filter <laughs> yeah, too, I you, feel here. You can't, uh, you can't fault them for picking up the slack and running with an idea that someone else didn't invest any more time in. Mm. You know, I mean, it does... I would say it's gross beat lineage. It goes back to... Even to the fact that... Volume, I believe, is orange and time is green, just like mm. the uh, But e- image line, it's not like they put out an AU Mac version. And like maybe you can get it now if you can get FL Studio. I don't Mac. think you even can, man. And you can't get Grossbeat on its own as a plugin, but the FL Studio 20 or whatever. Oh, whatever. That you can. That's rubbish. So you know, they've had the opportunity to do this for years and years and years and years. Cable guys just giving people what they actually wanted. There and doesn't seem to be a Mac version of Grossbeat, James. No, there what isn't. What the hell are Image Line playing at? Well, exactly. It's it's getting nuts. Oh, it is nuts. That was uh, Paper Guys Baker Box Seven. <laughs> Sick. Well, you know, everybody, if you enjoy our stupid spiel and the crap we talk about and our personalities. Oh, God, up your standards in those <laughs> cases. Yeah, that plus uh, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash A4P podcast and donate a couple of clams. Because we are saving up for a robot with a robotic bean, aren't we, James? Yes, we are stashing that cash and uh, waiting until we have a reasonable amount to do something cool with it. Timmy needs a robot wife, guys, and uh, (laughs) this is the only way I can think to get one, so please donate. Uh, uh, At this point, I think we've we've crossed the threshold for a sort of sex doll for you. Oh, wicked, Uh, really? We're a long way away from I think they're a lot more expensive than you might imagine, mate. (laughs) Not that I've done the research. You can donate exactly how much you want from $1 a month up to, I don't know, 500 grand a month would be nice. Yeah, oh, good. That would really help us out. <laughs> we're, in, we're in a financial tight spot, guys. Got various mafias on our back. Well, you certainly have. <laughs> um, the robo mafia, mate. I've got, I've got the baby mafia on my Oh, back. man. Well, the baby mafia are cute and cuddly. They're very cute, but, you know, they can do some real damage. Yeah, a nice nappy would be a shame if somebody pooped in it. <laughs> <laughs> and as a member of our illustrious clam club there is also a bunch of bonus content up there which we uh we try every couple of episodes to get a video out there and um we put some bonus episodes i think there's just one right now 
but uh, I'm really selling this. Yeah, yeah, wow. It sounds like a, a whole treasure trove, mate. Brilliant. If you like our shit, give us money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd so I'd err on the side of donating a small amount <laughs> if you really want to get value for money there, guys. And if you really can't afford $1 a month, just like us, then, <laughs> you know, like something or leave oh, a review. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good as well. We got a Facebook review recently, which is uh, which was pretty nice. Oh, wicked. Oh, that's nice. And, of course, thank you very much to our newest patrons, James Green, Luke Roseborough, and Christian Muller. You are helping feed James's child, which is emaciated from what I've seen. Yeah, so, yeah. thank you. He's got a serious weight problem, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> up those pledges. And also, I've got a serious self-esteem problem, and every penny you donate helps Timmy feel better about himself. Yeah, so, yeah. thanks, Tim's guys. problem is that he's got too much self-esteem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to get rid of it. <laughs> I need to, need to humiliate myself in various ways. So, if you want to buy some... Yeah, buy my self-esteem, guys. You can get it right there on patreon.com slash A4P podcast. It's going for a song. Here we have the ultimate hand clap plugin. (laughs) Yes. It is called Hand Clap Studio. Who's it by? It is by a lovely developer named Robotic Bean. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know how to respond to Robotic Bean. Well, we've got robots all over the show today. Yeah, I know. But beans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. It's cool. It's fine. Uh, uh, no, it's not. It's it's distressing. So they were previously <laughs> they were previously a rack extension developer, but then <laughs> yeah, they obviously, were. Mm. you know... They've decided to move to something a bit more serious and used. Yeah. Hand claps. So, yeah, hand clap studio. It's a plugin for Clappers. getting loads of different kinds of hand clap sounds. Do you see the website? Do you see that picture? Yeah, it looks nice. Scroll down because you can see the guy, Tim. That's the man. Hang on, they're recording samples. It's a sampled uh, clap box. That is the clappist himself. The, okay. The chap with the clap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is no happy, clappy funster. He is deadly serious about clapping. Yeah, right. Now... I want my claps physically modelled. Is that too much to ask? Yes, it is. I oh. want them done by a professional percussionist, which is exactly, oh, what, this, oh, exactly okay. what this dude is. Yeah, he, okay. It is his job to clap and to snap. Oh, Hold the flipping phone, James. You never said anything about finger snaps. Well, that's you, you never let me, Tim. I have always, well, not always, but since 2009, I've been very strong with the finger snaps, mate. You've got eight different kinds of clap. You've got uh, looseness, spread, strength, <laughs> yeah. and pitch knobs. Uh, clap type, of course. You've got uh, basic, what does that say, bright, soft, and something I can't see from the interface. <laughs> Medium. <laughs> uh, snap, finger snap. Oh, okay. Uh, How would you have a soft clap? I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> Mate, nice. I, I can make my own claps right yeah, now. Yeah. Or, no, no, don't do it, Tim. Don't oh, do it. Uh, People it. will pirate them. Oh, man. Don't, don't, rip be them biting, don't be biting my clap. People will be ripping off the podcast and uh, it'll be horrible. <laughs> oh, be in no. lawsuits. So four clapping styles were recorded at, quote, 
five different velocities with 13 round robins for each. Oh, okay. Because I think 12 would have probably not been enough. Well, you don't want it to sound like the robo-clap, do you? No, that is very true. Hang on a minute. It contains over 700 samples. Clap samples, mind. Clap slash snap slash soft clap. And it's over 200 megabytes. That's uh, mental. Well, you got to remember, claps are pretty quick. Yeah. Well, no, I know. That's loads of data for 700 clap samples. You have a choice of mics, condenser, ribbon, and balance between them. Oh, um, okay, whatever. You've got uh, delay, decay and level. <sighs> yeah, I guess. You've got a sort of click to trigger. You've oh. got panning and volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tilt yeah. EQ, presence and compression. Oh, tilt EQ, I'm actually quite impressed by. <laughs> I didn't, didn't expect that. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's a bass bump in these claps. Uh, and then you have a 16 step step sequencer, or you might want to call it snap sequencer. Mm. 16 steps and two patterns which you can switch between. Look, James, I'm going to be honest with you. When yeah. I was making a lot of grunting noises earlier while you were reading out those, I didn't actually listen. <laughs> and I don't know if you can tune the pitch of the claps. Yes, can you do you that? Can, you oh, can. thank God. There is a pitch knob. <laughs> Little tip, guys. Tuning your claps. There you go. You, you can have them, that one. Can you tune them way down or way up or something? No, I just fine tune them. Okay, yeah, mate. Get them in pitch. Yeah. You have... Uh, three accent levels per sequence of step. French, Spanish, and Italian accents. Got it. <laughs> Wicked. Mewi, Monsieur. Flamenco or. Oh, or yeah, exactly. Plagal. Your French clapping. finger snapping. Yeah. Getting a bit sassy with it. Uh, it's a cool plugin. Uh, obviously, it's a pretty niche plugin. Mm. But you got to love it. Well, I don't think I do have to love anything, James. Um, Maybe I'll love it when you've told me the price. The price is uh, controversial, 59 euros. Uh, I mean, you could go on Splice and download a bazillion claps for that yeah, money. But, but would you, you wouldn't have them in the convenient interface. This, you're paying for the convenience. You're paying for the convenience. And like, the professional and this, and this guy with his amazing facial hair. Yeah, he's got he's got some, I wouldn't even call them sideburns. Side, no, it's side bands. Side bands, and they go into it. I mean, does that count as a pork chop anymore when uh, it's a kind of, you know, manicured like that? Oh, no, I'm very much out of the loop on face, facial yeah, hair. Yeah, I mean, me too, man. Uh, but, yeah. If you absolutely need versatile claps, mm. this is the one. Get them here. And finger snaps. Yes. You can't, like, some people are very left wing. They're going to be triggered if you clap at them. So you, you, you got to snap, snap at, at them. them. Well, it's like a whole beatnik vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's all put your snapping fingers together. For a finger blast. All right. Time for... Random Contact Instrument Corner. Mm. This one is by Bunker Samples, and it is called Gongster's Paradise. Oh, God, really? It's a contact instrument with gongs in it. Uh, okay. $39 will net you this uh, lovely um, contact collection of five Vietnamese-tuned gongs. They're the, mate, I've always said that Vietnamese-tuned gongs are the best-tuned gongs. Okay, I mean, I, I always had a bit of a thing for Polynesian ones, mm, but it's, it's all personal you're normie, preference. Mate. Yeah, yeah. Hi, this is Nikolai from Bunker Samples. Hi, Nikolai. Hey, Nikolai. Paradise. Does it sound a lot like the original? Um... 
I'm really getting some very strong Coolio vibes, sure. A set of tuned Vietnamese gongs. You have mallets and sticks, and you can morph seamlessly between them with the mud wheel. Ooh, go on then. Oh, there's the stick. Oh, a bit of clipping, it sounds like there. CC11. You can, of course, change that if you want. CC11, one of the most <laughs> underrated CCs. <laughs> attack and release controls, but rather contacts transient effect. So oh. Turn the attack all the way down and sustain up. You get this kind of sound. Oh, it's getting a bit of a steel drum sort of vibe. It's getting a bit Harry Pottery. Oh, yeah. Well. It's mystical, mate. Gotta love it. Self-explanatory. Vietnamese. Stereo control, you can go all the way from mono. Oh. To super wide stereo. Super wide stereo. They're using wider gongs. So and wide, yeah. Sound shaping controls. We have a rotator. So this is just going to be all the billing contact stuff, okay? Yeah, of but you got to love it. And, well, James, there's a reason why you should feel kindly disposed towards this uh, library, isn't there? Uh, why is that? Because it's free! Ah, is it? Yeah. No, it says... Uh, it says... Oh, no, that's for something else. It's not 39 clams. It's free. It's free, baby. Oh, sorry for saying it was 39 clams. Such a liar, James. You have time. Okay, well, that looks pretty cool. If you turn the attack down and sustain up, you can get some pad-like sounds. Stop it. So, yeah, free gongs, free contact. Gotta love it. The world's gong mad. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Tim, I said to you a while ago that uh, I mentioned it quite briefly, that I had taken the YouTube app off my phone uh, because I totally forgot you said that, I mean. Well, I did, and it happened, and it was quite <laughs> successful in stopping me from watching YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also been necessary now because my phone's got a bad antenna and can't get Wi-Fi unless it's right next to the router. Oh, God. But I'll sort that out separately. The glamorous side of music technology journalism, people. So stopping me myself from going on YouTube on my phone was a big success and I only ever sort of went on it uh, on my laptop when I got home. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to take the time sink out of the whole thing. Like, it's it's a bit of an addiction for me. Um, mm. And recently, I thought I'd crank it up a notch and I downloaded a... Well, I added a browser extension called Stay Focused. Oh. Which is uh, focused without the E in it. So stay focused. Mm. Um, And I told it to block YouTube Monday to Friday, 9 to 5. Oh, my God. Well, don't you need it for work? Well, that's the thing. I do need it to work. So I let it. I told it to let me have 10 minutes of YouTube. (laughs) Now, the thing is, I do need YouTube for work because I need to check out trailers and sort of watch tutorials and shit like that. And so I can easily open a different browser and paste the YouTube link in. Mm. And look, there are ways around this. I can, I, I'm not fooled by myself. I can just delete the extension and reinstall it if I want to watch YouTube or something. But mm, if you need that hit. The, the blocking isn't really the point. It's the nudge. Like, yeah, it's the psychological aspect if I, of it. If I try and go to YouTube.com or whatever, or just see something that looks fun, 
And then a big message comes up, says, sorry, you told us to remind you not to do that. Mm. Then I'm like, oh yeah, shit, I've got to <clears throat> stay focused. Mm. And, focused. And I don't watch the video. I need that little reminder, basically, say you shouldn't do this. You told yourself in past you, told current you not to do this. Mm. And so far it's been working. Okay, that's cool. I mean, when I do need to watch a video about a new product or whatever, I, yeah, I paste it into a different browser. Uh, but I'm not logged in on the other browser, so it doesn't show me a bunch of interesting stuff afterwards. Uh, I don't know what is that interesting on YouTube that you'd actually want to do it instead of working anyway. The thing is, I've been watching it for so long, it knows what I all oh, right and like i i went to university with this uh lovely man called dave who um he at one point was saying how good youtube was at recommending him things and it just like fully recommends him random japanese videos that he has no idea what they are <laughs> we had so much faith in it that he could just click a random japanese video oh, okay and it would be amazing and he would keep sending us these random like oh my god that's the best thing i've ever seen kind of right and that was like 10 years ago youtube knew how to oh wow really yeah how to tell what people wanted and it's it's the algorithm's got its claws in us all tim Mm, oh sure mate sure Um, sure and so instead of uh getting it to take its claws out of me i've just installed a browser extension and i'm trying consciously not to go on it while i'm working this is a strange time that we live in james you got any more? No, nope, that's it. That's it. Um, <laughs> like, it's mostly recently. It's just constant videos bitching about the end of Game of Thrones. Really? Yeah. Is that what you're interested in? Well, uh, that's what I watched a couple of videos about. Oh, and, and then, now you're going to get it for the rest of your life. And now I get it for the rest of my life. And I keep clicking on them because they look interesting. And it's just a hate sink for Game of Thrones. Yeah. I mean, I never used to be too bothered about the YouTube app or whatever. But more recently, like in the last year or so, I've actually started to subscribe to channels. Uh-huh. And... They don't actually come up, do they? No, they do. Okay. They do, for me. I mean, I don't have any crazy widgets installed or whatever. Um, but I don't really... Because I'm a pseudo-intellectual, I don't watch television anymore, mate. Mm. Um, and so I do... There's just a few things that I watch on YouTube that deliver all of my sort of entertainment needs, shall we say. Yeah. And I think, I think it, you know, I think if you know what you want or whatever, it could be pretty good. But I can't imagine just like leafing through shit or whatever. Like, have you ever looked on the trending tab in the app? Uh, no, that's the one thing I... I'm, Don't I've do seen, it, I've mate. seen it because someone used to keep showing it to me i'm like why are you watching what's popular oh no it's the worst shit man you know i'm a contrarian yeah sure and i would never look at what's trending on youtube i'd always look at what's esoteric on youtube yeah yeah you're like what is what is not being watched that's what i want the least viewed videos yeah man um i tell you what though i watched an excellent video last night james that i think you'll be interested in do you have 20 minutes to spare at some point in the near future? Uh, you know me, I've always got 20 minutes for you. Oh, uh, yeah, baby. Well, this was a video on American Psycho and collective identity, which was <laughs> very, very interesting. So I think that's somewhere the Venn diagram of our interests overlaps. Okay, so I'm I gonna... guess you can uh, you can send me that link. Yeah, I'll send you that link, mate. So then you can, you know, you can have some uh, quality time with your YouTube at Not95 Monday, Friday.
it is time for me to go and leave you wallowing in your pit of sadness. Oh, brilliant. I've been looking forward to that all day. Yay! Finally, your Sega, mini Sega Mega Drive thingy will turn up at some point and you can play it. Uh, I'm not going to play on it. I'm just going to look at it and feel bad that I broke my Amazon boycott like an idiot because <laughs> I just need I need something to bring a small amount of joy into my life. I don't think a mini Sega Mega Drive is going to do it, but you know, whatever. Well, you know, these other companies just got to get with the one-day delivery shit, man. Well, no, it's the only place you could get it from. It certainly oh. was when I pre-ordered it. So all they need to do to break the boycott is have exclusive. Have ex- ex- exclusivity, that's what it's all about you heard, it, you heard it here first can i just say i'm not that bad because i wouldn't break my amazon boycott to buy a mini sega master system okay because the sega master system was not a great console i don't believe in my heart again you heard it here first <laughs> yeah guys cutting edge of music podcast <laughs> we'll leave you again for another two weeks if you're still subscribed please come back we need you <laughs> Sounds too did you did genuinely desperate? Yes. <laughs> I think I think I'm gonna I'm gonna you fade the theme music down and just let us talk for a bit and okay. then fade it back up. Okay, okay. That's so. Actually, that's something I wanted to talk about, James. Oh yeah. I like songs when they do that thing where they fade out and then they fade back in again. <laughs> I was listening to one that did it only this morning. Which was the classic one. I think we've talked about it before. Uh, Suspicious Minds. Yeah, have we yeah, talked yeah. about it before? Yeah, okay, we we've run out of ideas. Okay, <laughs> podcast is over. That's it. Okay, let's Suspicious Minds this, mother. How about that? <laughs> <laughs>